Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time for one more hour of the Hot Corner. Hi, my name's Alfred D'Elia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. Boxing flies one in the air to left. up to the plate for hour two. You want a piece of me? This is the Hot Corner on 1080. Look, this is America. This is why we're here. To play the game of baseball, the freedoms that we have. The Fan. Welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that, the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com and the Odyssey app. Give me a few minutes. I mean, sheesh. Not that quick. <laughs> I'm we'll, not no Voldemort, you know. We'll be there. It, uh, it's probably best for you to catch it uh, catch it in the morning. Maybe. Are we allowed to, like, even play his voice at all in any capacity I have anymore? no idea. I don't know how it works, but I'm sure he's still posted all They're over. They're just trying to slip it in there. Yeah. I mean, could I, could I potentially sabotage his entire career? You get him fired because we just keep breaking the law over here? Just start playing some drops? <laughs> I know I can find an ensemble of drops from not just what we got here on this show, but uh, oh, there, well. oh, oh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> Blazers radio announcer for not much longer. Uh, there's a lot of station news to like get you guys informed on. We'll have a new text line number soon. We're holding off on it as some things are getting finalized. But Will we? Keep that in mind. Yeah, it's posted everywhere. I've got emails and all that kind of stuff. So we'll have a new text line, so make sure uh, you keep that in mind. We'll let you know when it, when it launches, but 503-250-1080 still works uh, right now. Joe, this is our last hot corner in uh, the broom closet. Yes, you can actually go to our Instagram page and uh, hear a uh, C, rather, a video of the brand new studios, Ooh. a awkward uh, video of no music or anything attached to it because I clearly don't know how to uh, post an Instagram reel or whatever you call it. Uh, who took that video? Did you take that video? I did, yeah. You did? Okay. Yeah. So that way the the fan listeners and supporters out there can see our new digs with, you know, almost complete. I mean, it's... it's it, lo- it looks fantastic. It's, it's dialed in. I don't know which I'm more excited to. Too many microphones. I don't know what I'm more excited to do in the new studio, be a producer or be a host. Too many microphones. Or sleep. I mean, look at that that couch. Or just watch the four televisions in there. Yeah, I mean, when the guys are The producer's booth has two. I mean, if they're doing their shows, I might just waltz waltz on in there and lay down on the couch and 
Joe, you need anything? No, just going to do my work here. Just listen quietly as they're doing their stuff and you're just watching TV. Exactly. No, I can't do it at that price. I'm sorry. I got to make a sale here. I can't. Yeah, so I got the email saying that tomorrow the new studio is going live, so that should be really fun. And I kind of thought to myself, all right, so we're the last ones in the old broom closet. Unfortunately, that's not the case. No. (laughs) My boys that do the morning show that I listen to every single morning on my drive to work a show that I have produced many of times in the morning and when they were in the afternoon. Dirt and Sprague will be the last people from this lovable broom closet. I'll believe it when I see it. But Danny and Dusty should be live from the new studio, which also has me asking this question. Is Dusty alive? Is he still doing it from home? What? Do you know that? Well, Dusty had COVID. Oh, he had the vid? Dusty got the vid coming back from the UCLA game. Oh, boy. Well, um, you know, I actually saw him like a week ago, so I guess I dodged that bullet. <laughs> so did Dirt. So did Danny Morang. So did Isaac Ropp. So did Jason Zucan. I guess yeah, everybody did. I'm definitely going to knock on, knock on wood and not curse myself. But, well, just remember, uh, you can't be positive if you don't test. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Last tests. Last test. But um, I, I definitely have been... Uh, <laughs> ducking and diving uh what's the five d's of dodgeball dodge duck dip dive and dodge i've been doing that with covid since the start (laughs) and dusty is another example of me doing that once again literally was with him a week ago and he was here masked up i think he said his wife was uh had it first Mm. and so sure enough look at me though Look at me. Look at you. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of really fun changes going on around here. I'm, I'm excited to get into the new studio. Although it's so big, if I'm by myself, it feels a little empty. I need a friend. Dude, I'm just glad I'm going to be able to see you. I'm going to be able to see Rashad on uh, Sports Sunday. Sundays from 9 to 11 on 1080 The Fan and the Odyssey app. Did that for RJ. Fan, fanta- um, fantastic show. I, I really like that show. Yes, yes. Uh, but it will just be nice to be able to have some, like, you know, human interaction that I can mm-hmm. see rather than just mm-hmm. hear. It's, um, it's, we never it, did get that mirror system set up, set up, did we? You know, it's honestly been the toughest part about this situation is not being able to see each other. And, and I know that not just for shows where it's two people, like you and Rashad or me and this or whoever's running Nemec or, you know, Sinner and Saints, stuff like that. Like, it, that, that's tough. But even when I was filling in on, on primetime, I mean, it, it was tough not being able to to see the guys and you can have your nonverbal communication and stuff. I mean, every time we went to commercial break, I felt like I was stepping out and had to, had to talk to them. Sometimes we were BSing, but so that should be fun. Yes. I'm excited about it. Lots of new fancy equipment and buttons to press. Yeah, let's get wild here. Uh, 9480 Memphis over Portland right now. Six and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, Joe, I, I, I'm going to blow the rest of this segment on uh, talking about these these Zers. Uh, as as they're out to a fresh start, really nice start. Seems like a different brand of basketball. There's some young kids. The pieces that were picked up last year in a dumpster fire year are shining a little bit. This team seems a little more fun to watch. I mean, Dame's got a little bit of injury, but that's going to be precaution this early in the season. Joe, when you look at this Blazer team, what uh, what ex- what excites you the most right now? everything really just, just a blanket thing well i mean i thought you were going to get into like josh hart or shane sharp or, hey, I mean, or whatever but, again you're checking all the boxes that's everything but right? it's just blanket huh? it's just i mean going into this year there was a lot of um 
I'm not going to say naysayers or negative people. I just, I understand the hesitancy. Well, they were all local people because the national audience doesn't care about us. Well, that, and the national audience has us eighth seed at best every single year. So I kind of just tuned them out this time. But, um, again, a lot of people locally are like, man, I just, I don't know. It's, it's really looking up in the air. And I understand, I understand the hesitancy in this season because it was very different. A lot of new guys, but when I looked up and down that roster, man, I was like, I like everybody on this team. I obviously I like Dame. We saw what Anthony is capable of last year. We see what Nurch, Nurkic can be capable of if healthy and focused in shape. Yeah, Nurkic Jeremy can be a beast. Gr- Jeremy Grant can get you twenty points. Olympic player Josh Hart, absolute beast, one of the best rebounding guards in the league. I mean, you traded CJ McCollum and got Josh Hart and Jeremy Grant, basically. Yeah, yeah, and then that I has mean, to be a win. So there's a lot of uh, and they're cheaper. There's a lot of factors in this that I, I look at where I'm like, I'm really happy with this team from top to bottom. You know, we might be on the way to seeing two losses in a row from the Blazers, but and really, it was just seeing Dame do a post game interview, like right after they won, I think their third or fourth game, one of their home games, and just seeing him do that was such a refreshing image. Like I haven't seen him do this in a long time, especially after like a 41 point game. Like Mm -hmm. he balled out, got them the win. He's that dude getting the post game press uh, interview. And so it just, it totally rejuvenated me for this season. Again, five and O is great, but there are 82 games and things can turn on a dime real quick. And you're playing a great team in Memphis. And we're not even at Christmas where that's the, the natural stereotype. Nobody cares till Christmas. Exactly. Exactly. So, lot of season, as you're right. There is no Dame tonight. He won't be around for the next couple of games, probably. So you want him back just to see what this team really is. The The more time he's gone, the, the more it takes time to reintegrate him and see what this team really is. Mm-hmm. But the, it's just great seeing Dame with a essentially a new Blazers team. Him and Nurkic are really the only stalwarts on this team still left over from yep. four or five, six years ago. Yep. So I mean, again, it's just no, it's, no, no Myers Leonard, no Zach Collins, no CJ McCollum. Those are your first round draft picks. Yeah. You know, those guys aren't around. Yep. I think my favorite part of this Blazer season so far, we'll get out, we'll get out on, on, on this aspect is hearing those statements from people like you, Joe, this fan base last year was really tough. Like we knew when Dame got shut down, we knew it was not going to be great. It was not going to be fun. It was not going to be easy. But tank, try to get a good draft pick. CJ gets traded. That ends that discussion, although I'm sure there are people in bars that still have that discussion. But this, this, before I came here, I ran into a bunch of friends that were all going to the game tonight. They were going to the game tonight, and I was like, oh, go have fun. You know, I love going to Blazer games. You know, I'm not the biggest NBA guy, but going to a game's awesome. You know, I hope you guys have a ton of fun. Sorry, Dame's not playing. And I said that to every other one. And every guy said, yeah, but, like, I can't wait to watch Shaden Sharp tonight. Or I can't wait to watch Ant. I want to see, can Jeremy Grant step up and be the leader of this team if Dame's out? Like, everybody had something to say. And this fan base has always been so passionate. I mean, think about how many times, you know, the Moda Center's been sold out, even when we were not very good. And to know... a. A game where I think a lot Last of people, year. yeah, to know a game that I think a lot of people expected us to lose and Blazers are down by about 10 right now, they're excited. And coming off, 
you know, if, if this is two, three years ago when you're in the Western Conference Finals, you go to the next season, of course you're excited. But like, did you watch the month of May of this team last year? It was not great. I did not watch a lot of Blazers. It was not great. And to fast forward four or five months later and be excited, I think that's a really cool thing. Exactly. Uh, there aren't a lot of things in this town to uh, keep my attention. Um, I am becoming hockey guy, I feel like. Ooh, nice. Get it, Joe. Um, did I tell you what I got coming up uh, for the Winterhawks in February? No. you doing some action? Um, I'm going to be playing a few minutes for the winter. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm going to be actually. <laughs> can you bet on WHL? I don't think you can because it's like high school kids. Oh, right. Uh, it's I like actual that, amateurs. I could be talking out of my ass on that, but like, I mean, I don't know. Um, but no, man, I'll be DJing their, uh, their fan fest in uh, the first week of February. That's awesome, dude. I'm going to do my best to get there for FanFest. Well, we'll see. I'm going to talk to uh, the person in control of that uh, account there. We're going to see if we can get me on some promos, hyping that thing up. I wanted to. I essentially wanted to be like a rave. I don't know if we'll be able to make that happen, but uh, you know, I don't know if Winter Hawks fans fit that demographic of uh, people that rave as well. Well, maybe, maybe the high schoolers on the team are going to be like, "Yo, this DJ slaps." Um, I think they will who is be. That? In the, is that DJ Fishsticks? I think they will be in the stadium at that point. <laughs> but maybe, who knows? Spread the word, and then uh, you know I'm doing festivals. All right. When we come back, I want to dive into a little manager World Series talk, and we will got fair foul in about 15 minutes. Uh, Damian Lillard just got off the bench and said something either to the ref or Chance or something like that. Nice to see a vet who's injured still focused and in and uh, giving an S about a game that they're losing by almost 10, that he's not playing in. Blazers on an 8-0 run right now, down by only nine, five and a half left. So so a shout-out to the greatest Blazer of all time. Make it an 11-0 run. For being something cool. All right, we got a lot more to get to in the final hour. No, you're good, baby. I let it roll. I let it roll. We've got a lot to get to in this final hour. Don't go anywhere. This is the Hot Corner, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The... Corner on 1080, The Fan. 95-87, Memphis over Portland, your trailblazers. About five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Fair foul coming up next. Uh, we're through four games of the World Series. It's tied 2-2. We just saw no hitter. It'll be interesting to see how much that resonates in the game tomorrow. Verlander, Syndergaard on the bump. I can't. That would have been cool six years ago. <laughs> Two years ago, if you told me Noah Syndergaard would be pitching in a World Series, I'd be like, oh, did they make him a reliever? Dude, I, didn't, I didn't even think he was still in the league two years ago. I mean, yeah, he kind of danced. He's on the Angels. Yeah. And not in, I mean, injured. He just kind of disappeared. Angels and injured. He just kind of disappeared. You know, him and Matt Harvey, they both just kind of disappeared. I mean, Thor didn't disappear as much because I think he's a lot more marketable, even though they really wanted Matt Harvey in the Dark Knight. Uh, Harvey just blew up in his own face. And Syndergaard got hurt and kind of just faded away, and DeGrom clearly turned out to be the best of the three, and I think at the time they thought he was the third best. Um, I believe you said something uh, you want to talk about with the managers in this World Series? I did, I did, I do, I do. 
Uh, and and I, I do want to get to that. Hard I'm to just, stay focused because I, uh, I know Blazers are kind of on a heater right now. Kind of on a heater. It's ninety six ninety three. Blazers have the ball. The crowd's going wild right now. So uh, if you're listening to us on the radio while you're at the Blazer game, you can take out the headphones. It's okay. Or if you're just listening to us in general and not watching or listening to this at all, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You're and they just person. tied it up. Oh and my it's a tie God. ball game. <laughs> well, we'll keep you, we'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, but there's three games left of this World Series. What I was going to get at is this will be over by the time we're on the air next week. So we will do our end of season recap. Big John will be in the house, so it'll be the three of us, and so that'll be fun. You won't want to uh, you won't want to miss that. I find this World Series. I find you know there's anytime you get to you know to championship games or series, you know whether it's basketball or 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 baseball in series or you you know the national championship versus the super bowl there you know there's all these nuances and everyone's stuff but what i find really interesting about this world series is that manager makeup is that you've got a guy that nobody really knew who was a manager you know what was was a bench coach for a dynasty in the 90s but nobody really knew who he was until Joe Girardi got fired in early in early June for a team that has underperformed, and they still weren't that great in the regular season. They kind of sneaked their way into the playoffs, but boy, nobody was hotter in the playoffs. So you got this guy who's untested with the hottest team in baseball. You flip to the other side, and you've got the only manager in the history of the game to win five division titles with five different teams in Dusty Baker. He was in the World Series in 2002. He was in the World Series last year. He's in the World Series this year. And Dusty, no one's ever going to say anything bad about him. I mean, the coolest thing, I listen to most of these games on the radio, and Eduardo Perez and Dan Schulman, they do it for ESPN, and they're always talking about, every time you talk to Dusty Baker, you're always telling Hank Aaron story. He's always got a Hank Aaron story. And that's cool. I, I, I... I think Dusty Baker might be one of the most lovable guys in the game, but we've knocked him for a long time that he can't get it done. So it's really such, it's this weird, it's this weird, uh, you know, like bi, uh, bipolar, I don't know what to call it. You've got an inexperienced guy on the hottest team in baseball right now versus a guy that kind of chokes on the most consistent team in baseball. I mean, I think if you got to choose between the two, you're going to lean towards Dusty. Yeah, but, I would. But should you? I mean, I haven't really seen a ton of stuff in this World Series that tells me which manager is better than the other, than the other. Well, again, it's been so back and forth. I mean, you can tell that they're both great. And I mean, the thing is with Rob Thompson is what's so funny is that yeah, we talk about him being the new guy, but as we've seen, learning about his history last week is that he, he is a veteran. He was with the Yankees for a long time. I'm sure Dusty and Rob know, know each other very well. Very well. <laughs> so, I mean, these are guys that have been around the game and know how to manage a team. And the one saving grace of this Astros team is Dusty Baker as far as being able to root for, as far as who is has the advantage or who is the better manager of the two. Man, it, it, you could say it's a toss-up because this team, as soon as he took over for Joe Girardi, they turned into a great team. So it's you you probably lean dusty because of his tenure as a manager, his experience as a know. manager, not a third base coach. Right. Right. And, but Rob Tom's uh, Thomas uh, Thompson, <laughs> whoever we want to call him at this point, he has been, you know, 
more than what they asked for as far as being an interim manager. Um, and he's done fantastic in the playoffs now. So I th- what is his record in the playoffs? 11-4? and four Yeah, something year? like that. Pretty damn good. I mean, he's he's got three games to try to win a World Series. So, yeah, he's I, only got to win two of them. I give Dusty the edge for sure. But uh, Rob Thompson has definitely shown he that he can uh, he can go toe to toe with the best managers out there. Yeah, I give I give Dusty the edge too. I mean, I think you'd be silly not to. Um, and I, I the second when when the Astros fired AJ Hinch and you know cleaned out the front office and, and you know and tried to blame everybody but the people actually participating and banging on trash cans. It was kind of like, who are they going to go get? It doesn't matter. It's going to be some kind of puppet. Because this team is absolutely loaded, and they hired Dusty. And I remember the day they hired Dusty Baker, I went, ooh, great PR move. Amazing PR move. Is it going to put you over the edge and win you a World Series? Probably not. But you just hired the nicest guy in baseball. Who's rooting against Dusty Baker? Joe, people in our age, we remember J.T. Snow grabbing his little boy, you know, in the 2002 World Series. Right. You know, like, like nice, nice move. Nice move, nice counter. However, we get to this, and I I think some of it could just be, you know, honestly, team makeup. You know, on, on, on paper, the Astros are better than the Phillies. The Phillies are a lot better on paper than they usually perform. But the Astros are better on paper, I think, than the Phillies. So I think some of what's broken down in managerial is that one guy's just got a better team than the other. However, we were talking earlier about the Phillies just mashing home runs. Guess who's not mashing home runs? The Astros. They're dinking and dunking. They're the short pass to the flat. They're the get the layup, don't shoot the three. They're getting guys on. They're getting pitch counts up from pitchers. They're playing. I don't want to call it small ball because I think they're too talented, and I don't think Dusty's the small ball kind of guy. But this team is playing baseball to where the Phillies – might be playing sabermetrics. And I can't I, I, I can't sit here and say that some of that is not on Dusty. He's an old school guy. He's got to say, hey, be patient, be focused, get on base. Well, and the nice thing about the Astros is that they are the definition of like death by a thousand cuts in yep. baseball. Like single, single, double, double, single, yep. walk, hit by pitch. <laughs> just like they are just going to, Again, they're not going to bludgeon you to death, but they will just over time just slowly torture you and keep you in their in their grasp and in it like they are just going to they're frustrating as hell. And that's what has made them so good over the years as well. Cuz yeah, they're not they don't have a near and judge. They don't have a guy that's blasting 50, 60 home runs. Jose Altuve looks like garbage. Yeah, well, we'll get to him fair or foul, buddy. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, this team is the definition of just we are going to just kill you with on base being on base getting on base and then taking advantage of when we are on base it, it and that's why we liked them going into this is mm-hmm. that they have just been so damn consistent all year doing that um and man ugh, gosh can we get, just get tomorrow can we get the show over with if 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 the world series ended today joe who do you think is the mvp for the astros World Series ended today. It would be because the um, Phillies. It's Bryce. It will be I, Kyle I, Tucker. That's what I was going to say. It's Kyle Tucker because he came up clutch again today. It's not Altuve. It's not Bregman. It's not Gurriel. It's not Berlander. I mean, Framber Valdez pitched very well in Game Two. Javier was phenomenal tonight. 
The answer is Kyle Tucker. And that's what you're talking about, Joe. That is death by a thousand swords. That's like when the Warriors win their first title and the MVP is Andre Iguodala. That's how you know you have no chance. That is the gut punch. And maybe we thought Kyle Tucker was just game one or a, a game two excitement. He was huge tonight. Yep. Made a couple nights defensive plays in right. Had a huge hit. It's not one of the big guys. Death by a thousand swords. And that's why if you love baseball, this team is really fun to watch. But if you watch baseball, you absolutely hate this team. Well, I knew there was a reason that uh, MLB The Show had uh, Kyle Tucker Tucker a 99 overall in Ooh. 2026. Ooh. Ooh. He is one of their highly touted prospects. Yeah, he's very good. He's very good. All right, when we come back, we'll do fair or foul, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. The Blazers are in a crunch right now. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my That's goodness. A or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG, the ISO, and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta. Knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two. We all single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is Fair or Foul. We do this bad boy every single week at the bottom of the second hour. There's eight seconds left in this game. Memphis going to hold on 109-104. Currently, Desmond Bain at the free throw line. Memphis will seal this game. The spread will be different than this actual game looked, especially down the stretch. Whatever. Uh, I do think these Blazers had a hell of a performance, especially without their leader and Capitan. Uh Without further ado, though, I'd like to get into some fair fouls. So there is uh, this show's fantastic producer, Mr. Joseph Fisher, the third DJ Fish Takes. What up? All right, we got some baseball stuff here. Fair foul here. Um, we talked about in the last segment about Jose Altuve not being very uh, good this postseason. Yeah, really, really brutal. Uh, Patrick, I have a, uh, a fact for you. Jose Ooh. Altuve does not have a single RBI this postseason. This isn't fair foul. You're just telling me I'm just telling you this. I'm just telling you this. Well, I mean, if you're not banging trash cans or buzzers, I mean, brand new tattoos, uh, then, yeah, it's it's been wild. I mean, you know, Seattle has really good pitching. They have really good starters. They have great starters and a great bullpen. But we saw, you know, Jordan Alvarez. We saw Jeremy Pena get to... Seattle starters and to the bullpen. We've seen Kyle Tucker get to, you know, get to Zach Wheeler and and get to some of these guys. And Altuve just looks lost. And he's at the top of the lineup. They got to get him going. He most certainly does. So, as I mentioned, uh, has not had a single postseason RIB, but that is not the fair or foul. The fair or foul is... Jose Altuve has the most at-bats in a single postseason without an RBI. Ooh, well, he bats leadoff, so he, you know, every two games, you know, he's he's guaranteed at least one more at-bat than everybody else, if not two. Um, It's tough to say. I mean, they've they swept. How I was just going to say they swept, swept, swept. Yeah, they swept, s- swept, <laughs> swept, and here they are, and it's game five. Um, gosh, because you got to think, like, 
How many guys that see that many at-bats are that bad? Because I think he is the dirtiest of all dirty cheaters, uh, I will say this is fair, and he's the worst. And I will give you credit for this. He is now tied. Ooh, a push. For all time, most at-bats in a postseason without an RBI. And I have to have a feeling that the person he's tied with is somebody who's like a Hall of Famer or something. Is it like Alex Rodriguez? Oh, sorry, not a Hall of Famer. Eee, thanks. Too soon, too soon. Um, I'll find the list for you. I had it earlier. I believe it was CBS Sports that uh, had it tweeted out before the game today. I mean, it has to be somebody Actually, we... Actually, here, I'll find it real quick. It has, to be somebody I, uh, we, it. it has to be somebody we know unless, like, Billy Martin went two World Series seasons in a row with Omar Infante in 2012. Ooh. 50 at-bats, no RBIs. Um, Jose Altuve skyrocketed up the list today because he was uh, actually at 45 at-bats, and then he had five at-bats today and did not knock in an RBI. So he jumped Tim Raines in 96. Tim Bill, Rock Raines, Hall of Famer. Bill Mueller in 2003. Bill Miller. I know Bill it's Miller. got a U in it, but it's pronounced Miller. Jeremy uh, Jerry Mumphrey in 81. Oh, I don't know that. And Tino Martinez in 96. Oh, Tino. And so now he's tied with Omar Infante. His first year as a Yankee wins a World Series and is terrible. So if um, the thing is, is it's most at-bats in a single postseason without an RBI. If Altuve is able to get an RBI, then he is off this list. So we just need to pull for two more games at least. Well, hopefully not, because then that means the Astros win it. <laughs> or the Phillies win it. What am I yeah, talking who knows? about? Who knows? Let's just hope that he stays on this list. I like, I like it. Well, he'll always be on the list. But let's just hope he gets to the top. Well, again, I think if he gets an RBI, it's the qualifier is most at-bats in the single postseason without an RBI. And he's tied right now for tied, number one? Tied at 50. So if he so get, that just means if he, if he doesn't get an RBI in his first at-bat tomorrow, which is at the beginning of the game, he will hold that record. But here's the question is if he gets an RBI, RBI in his 52nd at-bat, is he off the list? Because he technically got an RBI in a postseason. That, oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh, now I see. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. Let's let's root for the hateable baseball <laughs> cheater elf. Yeah. Let's just make sure he just doesn't get an RBI, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're damn sure he's at the top. If I was Dusty, I'd just bench him. Yeah, sounds good to me. Smart smart move. He's not producing right now, <laughs> clearly. Uh, moving on, the Phillies tonight. Uh, unfortunately for them, they did not score a run, nor did they get a hit, doing the complete opposite of what you're supposed to do in baseball. That is the opposite. There and are only three things in baseball. The Phillies you throw the ball, you hit the ball, and you catch the ball. <laughs> yeah, two very important things there. Uh, the Phillies are the second team to be on the uh, other side of a no-hitter twice in one year. And um, this is not the fair foul. Do you know who that other team is that uh, got no-hit twice in one year? Uh, I believe it's the Seattle Mariners. Do you know what year that happened? That happened last year. Not last year, 2019. 2019. Yes, but it was I knew, the I knew it was fresh. Yes, yes. Uh, fair or foul, the Astros are the first team in MLB history to throw two combined no-hitters in one season. Huh. Let's see. I know the Mariners. I'm th- trying to think recently because I can't remember anything past five years when it comes to something like that. I, I, I think the Mariners did it not too long ago. I believe the Astros have done it not too long ago. Uh, the Mets, I think, did it not too long ago. I'm going to repeat it. The Astros are the first team in MLB history to throw two combined. Combined. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Combined no hitters, no hitters in the one same season. season. In one season. 
I think I'll say fair. That's tough to do. Yeah, I'll say fair. Well, it almost uh, sounds unbelievable, Patrick, but this is fair. Uh, Astros are the only team ever to throw two combined no-hitters in one season. Wow. Yep. And uh, if you don't believe me, I mean, <laughs> ESPN Stats and Info tweeted this one. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, on, it's on them. <laughs> but does it have a blue check mark next to it? They do, and they might pay 8 bucks a month for that coming up. ESPN will probably be okay. Yeah, they'll foot the bill. All right, moving on to um, our last one that we got here. Um, again, a no-hitter-based question because we just had a combined no-hitter in the World Series. So um, we've had three no-hitters in the postseason. Fair or foul? Two of them have been at Citizens Bank Park. Fair. Can you name the other? Yes, Roy Holiday, 2010. And that is fair. Pretty easy one to end on there for you, huh? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I went, I give you a, a Ufus or an Ephus, however it's said. Yeah, I, I, I potato, remember, potato. I, I remember that. What's unfortunate is, is they didn't win the World Series that year. They didn't even go to the World Series that year. The Giants did, but they won the World Series the year before. And what's what I remember was really cool about that is that I was always a really, really big Doc Halliday fan. I think he's one of the best pitchers I've ever seen. He's up there. You know, for me, he's up there with a Pedro, with a Randy Johnson, with, you know, the trio in in, in Atlanta. You know, I, I think Felix was really good. Um, you know, so many so many other, other guys that were absolutely fantastic, but I always felt because Roy was stuck in Toronto that nobody really knew how great he was. And then he came to Philly, won the World Series, and the next year threw a no-hitter in the playoffs. And I think that cemented his Hall of Fame resume, and that's why he's in. I do think he got a little extra sympathy votes because he passed away kind of tragically. But Roy Halladay is, is, is one of the best to have ever pitched. And I watched that entire game. And Carlos Ruiz was the catcher. And as, as much as we love Doc and as much praise as he got, I remember getting done with that that game and the TV, like the diehard baseball announcers, the like the Kirkchins, the the uh, Carl Ravitz, you know, like like those guys were like Ruiz was phenomenal tonight, and that that that's cool. I mean, that's some real special stuff. It's real special stuff. Well, uh, since that one was so easy for you, Patrick, I have two more for you. Actually, oh. we'll see if you can uh, breeze through these. Um, so we have a game six guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh, that means there will be an MLB. MLB in Houston on Saturday? The question mark? Um, there will be an MLB game on November 5th. That's all I care about. Fair or foul, this will be the latest an MLB game has been played in a calendar year. Well, let's see. That will be game six. I'm looking at it right now. Game seven would be Sunday the 6th. The fifth, because it's going to happen, that will be the... Um, because we're getting a game tomorrow, day off, and right. then Saturday. Right, and potentially Sunday. As far as Saturday goes, I'm going to say foul, because I do think it... I think I have to go back to Mr. November. I think this is 2001, or sorry, uh, yeah, 2001, Yankees, Diamondbacks, Jeter hits that home run and becomes Mr. November. Uh, I think it's 01 Yankees. 
you see me shaking my head I in the did glass? I see that, yeah. I, I hate to tell you that this is uh, this is wrong, that it is uh, fair, the latest, but you are absolutely correct, and that is now the second latest. Uh, game 7 of the one World Series on November 4th is when it ended. Damn, Patrick. It's all right, man. I like the history of baseball. Well, I mean, I wouldn't remember that if Jeter didn't hit that home run in in what what is that? Let's see. The Diamondbacks at home field. So that's probably game four that Jeter hits that home run. And it's past midnight because it was Halloween. It's past midnight. And Jeter hits that home run. And Joe Buck calls him Mr. November. Oh, man. That was uh, that's amazing. That is amazing. That's baseball, baby. That is baseball. And last one, just to end on uh, Lance McCullers last night. Uh, did you by chance see any of the videos of him uh, tipping his pitches, possibly? That's what I heard. I mean, I I was watching the game, but not as closely. I mean, the game kind of got away real early. Uh, like like we were saying earlier, when Bryce hit that dinger, I was kind of like, oh, this doesn't look very good. Uh, so I was kind of I mean, the game was on, and I was watching it. Uh, the wife and I were kind of hanging around the house watching the game. Uh, but I had my phone was kind of buzzing that people were kind of talking that he might be tipping pitches, and you saw Bohm talk to Bryce, and then Bohm got a big hit, and you're kind of like, oh, maybe he is right. And there is a uh, image of basically like uh, his curve versus his sinker, where his you know glove is positioned in proportion to his head, and his knees mm-hmm. kicked up a little bit higher on his sinker. Um, but anyways, fair or foul, Lance McCullers. First pitcher in MLB history to give up five home runs in a postseason game. Um, that's. I mean, it's you. You'd think, wow, that is like, it's never yeah, I'm happened. Gonna, I'm going to say foul. Somebody, somebody's had to have given it up like that. As you, Darvish pitched in the World Series, Ooh, low blow, real uh, low blow in a postseason game. So in a postseason game. See, and this oh, is the thing. I say foul because I'm going to go with you, Darvish. But also, you know. Managers, they have a shorter leash with pitchers in that those is true. seasons. That so. is true. Um, I will still say foul. I think somebody has had to have given up more. And this is the great thing about baseball, the long history of baseball, Patrick, is we still get amazing stats like this. This is indeed fair. Lance McCullers, wow. first pitcher in MLB history to give up five home runs. Congratulations. In a postseason you're, game. <laughs> you're, you go you're down a, in history you're books. You're a cheater and you're in the history books. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah. Lance McCullers, Jr. All right, that is Fair or Foul. We do it every single week at the bottom of the second hour. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. It's the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. All right, as we mentioned, game five is tomorrow. That is Thursday. Philly's going to don the uh, the powder blue throwbacks. Oh, that means I'm going to have to wear my uh, matching Phillies hat tomorrow. Yeah, they... Uh, I have that crimson one, the old school P. Yep, totally. Apparently, all season on any Thursday night game, they were wearing the powder blue jerseys with the old Phillies red cap. Dude, you got to go and win this. And so since the World Series was delayed by a day... There's a game on Thursday in Philly, so they're gonna they're gonna hold hold true and don the blue jerseys. And you they have to win this. And and you gotta win it. I mean, like that, you just got no hit. 
Uh, that, that could be a nice little uh, little uh, bubble burst for you, like make you kind of get back on track. I, I would love to have this conversation with someone where I'm just like, they have to win tomorrow. And they're like, why? What's what's so important? It's like, dude, they're wearing the power they're wearing the blues. blues. They're, if they, they lose in the blues, they're done. Yeah, they have to win tomorrow. Like, oh, it's not like, are they missing a guy? It's like, no, no, no. It's just they're wearing the blues. They're I mean, the blues. <laughs> come on, they 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 got to make it work. They can't drop the ball. So we'll have the World, Ser- World Series Game 5 tomorrow. Verlander, Syndergaard, Game 6 will be on Saturday. I have to think it's Framber Valdez versus Zach Wheeler. Sign me up. And then yeah, game- if we're getting days off. Yeah, then, and then yeah. Game, or se- a day off, game 7 on Sunday. If it gets there that nobody will watch because the NFL will be on. Uh, and Game 7 will most likely be, let me rack my brain here, probably McCullers for... Uh, for uh, the Astros, and um, why am I blanking on his name? The guy who pitched so well last night for the Phillies. He'll throw game seven. But it'll uh, be all hands on deck. Ranger? Yes, yes. It'll be all hands on deck, and everybody, will be, a cool name. everybody will be available and all that such. Uh, but moral of the story of that is uh, next week on Wednesday, we'll be live from the new studio. They'll have a week to figure out all the problems, and uh, Big John will be in the house. Uh, oh, burying the lead there. I don't know what is the lead. Is the lead Big John or that we will be broadcasting from the new studio for the first time? Or that we'll have a World Series champion? I think we have three leads. No, that that's not a lead. Nobody likes either of these teams. Well, yeah, I mean, if the Astros win, it's definitely not a lead. We're, like, no. yeah, we're in the new studio. Big John's in the house. And if the Phillies win, we're like, huh, at least the Astros didn't. Yeah, That is honestly... The, the case in this World Series. <laughs> Again, I would not be rooting for the Phillies if it if they weren't playing the Astros. Right. Or, eh. Actually, I take that back. If they were playing the Yankees, Red Sox, or Astros, um, I don't think I'd be rooting for any of them. I actually find this Yankee team this year, outside of Josh Donaldson, to be not that hateable. I mean, Garrett Cole, they suck. Garrett Cole drives me nuts. Deep down, um, they kind of suck. Yeah, and Aaron Boone really sucks as a manager. Maybe that's why I don't hate them, because I'm kind of like, oh, you guys kind of suck. Were uh, the Yankees this year, the Red Sox of last year, frauds, essentially? Um, Yeah, I mean, like we talked about it almost all season. I mean, Aaron Judge covered up a lot of warts on that team. You know, Garrett Cole wasn't... That contract might might really be awful in two years. And well, for the sake of the American League, let's hope. Yeah, they they could be in big trouble. And the Giants coming out saying we will not be outbid for Aaron Judge. That's basically saying you tell us the number, and we'll match it. We just think you should come here. Yeah, I mean, I keep saying I, I think this Yankee team is in very big trouble. Uh, the <laughs> Orioles are getting better. Tampa's going to Tampa, and the Blue Jays are going to go out and spend money on somebody. Hey, all I know is that there's another team that plays near a bay that wears orange and black that can provide just as much good uh, fun and uh, crab cakes and a good baseball team. That's Baltimore Orioles. Yep, so if Aaron Judge wants to come there, we'll take him. That, that's, that, that's, the, that's the truth, baby. That's absolutely the truth. And the Red Sox, I just saw that Chris Sale decided he's not going to opt out. Shocker. He's going to make $45 million dollars each year for the next two years. Xander Bogarts is going to walk. Devers is going to get traded because he's going to walk. I know J.D. Hard. Martinez is going to walk. That Red Sox team, Pedro Martinez said it the other day, if Bogarts goes, this 
Everything they built from 2003 till now is gone. Pedro said that. 2003? Of course he said that. The culture they built. They won a World Series in 04, 07, 18, 13. Whatever. Yeah, dude. That's that. Pedro said that. I'm not a Red Sox fan. That's what Pedro said. Well, Pedro's blowing smoke because the culture for that ended as soon as they started paying like $200, $250 million combined for players. That's true. You can't be the little engine that could. Yeah, exactly. That's why I give them a, a fart noise, a, a Fisher fart drop because, uh, yeah, the, the the culture of the little guy. I mean, especially the, when they were eating fried chicken and playing video games and yeah. drinking beer in the clubhouse. Oh, yeah, they, they were doing that in 03. Yeah, cost Terry, cost Terry Francona his job, and what is he? Still the best manager in baseball 15 years <laughs> later. <laughs> that You know, you may be a Mariner fan now, but you will. Uh, that is one thing that will not die. Dude, Tito is, forever. Uh, yeah, Tito, Tito forever. For sure. All right, that'll do it for us. Uh, thank you, Joe. As always, we'll be back next week, same time, 8 to 10. Big John will be in the house. We'll have a World Series champ. A new studio, probably a new text line. Buckle up, baby. It's good to go. For Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.